Hey there, welcome back, listeners. What's going on, man? Huh. Welcome. Welcome to Chasing Birdies. Yeah. I love it, dude. We got all kind of good shit happening. I mean, way to go on the uh, Facebook page, too, but I know that you don't have a Facebook account, but you got it done. Hey, well, team effort. I mean, we got it built, and you're promoting it. Yeah, it's awesome. But great job doing it. You did did your part, and uh, you set up the old Facebook page. Make sure you all go like it uh, on Facebook, and then follow us on Instagram, at Chasen underscore birdies. And I'll tell you what, you can hear the excitement in my voice because the golf is buzzing right now. Yeah, you're playing good golf right now, man. And your scooter's looking great. The scooter is fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost wrecked it the other day. That's... I mean, I must T-bone the car. <laughs> Almost didn't have me. It might have been. It it was close to being the bash show. Dude, you're gonna have to get that uh, thing insured. I, I know. I know. After looking up all these insurance rules, mm-hmm. it's covered by your homeowners, and uh, some people may not argue that, but some won't. In your case, you won't have any arguments. I will not have any arguments from my side of it. Uh, on your side, you, you had a little bit of pushback, and hey, that's fine. You know what? You respect them. You move on, and and let's keep it moving. But the Merrill Hodge interview was awesome. Oh, my God. We got such good feedback on that episode. So cool. I mean, that was a really, really good inspiration. You know, we had a lot of business owners reach out to us just saying how inspirational he was. And uh, they, they're they going to take some of the the information and pass it on to their teams. And uh, that's really cool to hear. And that's what mm-hmm. we want. So today's episode. Oh, man. We're, we're keeping it in the football realm. The national Football league. league. You know, one time, let me tell y'all something. I played football for one year when I was in seventh grade, sixth grade, actually. And yeah, I was a small kid at the time. I probably weighed 38 pounds and small waist. So it was a 45 scissors was the play. So I had to go fake it right, get the ball and run through the five hole. And uh, I broke it open. I mean, I busted through there, and I'm running, and I'm running, and I get down to, like, the 10-yard line. My pants fall down. Tackled at the three, and that was it. That was, like— but Is this a true story? Right hand on the Lord. I promise you. I promise you. you could ask my friends from home. You can ask anybody. I got all the way down to the 10. The pants fell down. I get tackled at the three, and thereafter, every time I got the ball, I fumbled. So I was done with football. I was done with football, but this so then, guy. Then you picked up though. You picked up hockey, and we were line mates, and this is where it all started. But go back on to the guy that we're having on today. Well, I was already in the hockey while I was playing football, but I know I can't even believe I'm saying that. But anyways, uh, Mr. Uh, Tyler Palco joins us today, Pittsburgher, and played in the NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, threw threw a few touchdown passes to Larry Fitzgerald at the University mm-hmm. of Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, great conversation coming your way. And he is a golf nut, guys. So let's do the damn thing. Roll it in. We appreciate y'all listening. So let's let's get right into this. Our next guest here is former football player for the Pitt Panthers mm-hmm. and in the NFL, but now he's addicted to golf and all all good things about that. Tyler Palco, Tyler, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, thanks yeah. for thanks for joining us. We appreciate the time you're giving us, and uh, look forward to having a little little lighthearted conversation with you about all things you, what you're doing, chasing birdies. It looks like you're chasing birdies, jumping right into it with your uh, with your business endeavor, Solutions 21. So hats off to you. Five five offices, four offices. So that's good yeah, stuff. Four, yeah, 
for yeah, Pittsburgh's uh, home office, then Phoenix, Kansas City, and Nashville. So we're uh, we're probably going to open up another one or two here in the next couple of years. But we're we're just grinding away, man. That's awesome. Man. And those are all great cities for golf too. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I wonder if that had anything to do with those locations. No, I I I, I can neither confirm or deny <laughs> mm-hmm. the reasons there, uh, but uh, they're they're really just really good uh, locations for our clients. You know, we our founder Buddy Hobart started it in Pittsburgh, um, and we've expanded, um, and you know, into a, a a pretty big national firm and have some clients overseas. So we're just trying to be strategic on where we want to open up offices, and and mm-hmm. if if golf follows, uh, fantastic, so always good. Yeah. So Kansas City is that home for you, Tyler? Yeah. So uh, my last two years in the NFL, I played for the Chiefs. Uh, met my wife or my my now wife here and and i've been here since 2010 so okay yep this is home um i had to give up my pennsylvania driver's license but i still kept the 412 area code so i've yeah you got to keep some means back to Pittsburgh, but uh yeah four kids and and uh kids City's home right now and i'll tell you what it's a pretty good uh football spot right now with uh patrick mahomes uh, yeah leading the way yeah it is you know when i when i played um you know we we didn't you know didn't didn't we made the playoffs a couple of times but um you know this this city was just clamoring for for the chiefs you know to win and and obviously bringing in andy and mm-hmm. and um you know the the second coming uh patrick uh, is is a you know just an unbelievable talent he's actually i saw him the other day um out at our club out in kansas city it's hard to believe that uh, he's he's still a you know I don't mean to, in any disrespectful way but he's a baby you know I yeah. mean he's still a young kid and got the keys to the city and but he's uh, he's a good kid and he's up he's up there in the off season a bunch and loves to play and you know he was just up there uh, um, I think was it Monday or Tuesday before uh, he headed down to the Masters with Kelsey so I uh, saw I, I hear him Mahomes awesome. is is absolutely addicted to golf uh, yeah I mean I I, I don't know. I don't know if it would be good for him and his 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 uh, his football career to say he's addicted to golf, but he right. likes to play. Right. Uh, you know, when they, when you when you get paid five hundred million dollars to to play, you know, a yeah. sport, you better be addicted to that one. But sure. he, he's up there a lot. He loves it. He uh, he can he can hit it when he catches one. It it goes much like his his arm. So mm-hmm. he uh, he likes it a lot. So let's start back. Uh, you you had a great high school career here in Pittsburgh, and then you started with the Pittsburgh Panthers in your college career, 2002, and uh, you had 645 completions, 8,300 yards, and 66 touchdowns. That's that's a really, really solid uh, college career, and especially playing for the Pitt Panthers where you were throwing to uh, one of your good friends, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, it was fun. You know, we met when we were in high school at a at a um, quarterback receiver camp, and kind of had that connection. At that that point, you know, high school camps weren't what they are now. So, you know, it was pretty much like the quarterback wanted to find a guy that that could catch his ball, and when 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 their turn was up, and the receiver wanted to find somebody that they could throw him a ball so he could show off his skills, and and we had a connection early on, and decided to go to school together and we're college roommates, you know, but he, he was, uh, I, I don't, I think a lot of people forget about this. He, he only was in school for two years, but you remember when the Maurice Claret thing came out yeah. um, where he wanted to leave after one year, Larry, actually, there was a loophole, not loophole, but I mean, it's just the NCAA says you have to be removed from school 
for three years, and he actually went to Valley Forge Military School after high school. So oh. that was one year, and he played two years at Pitt. So our dream of entering the draft together was was uh, kind of derailed by a sixty million dollar contract <laughs> that he uh, he signed with the with the Cardinals. But he's, I was just with him um, at a member guest last week, and um, you know we we still play a lot of golf together close. But he's. He was 17 years old. He he's he was amazing uh, back then, and you know, same same today. Still so now. it's pretty cool to, to to say that about a guy that's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Again, I don't know the guy at all, but he seems as salt of the earth as, as it gets, and um, he sticks to his values. He comes from a great family. Actually, funny enough, his brother Marcus uh, was yep. my next door neighbor at Marshall University. So Marcus. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this kid showed up freshman year with a Range Rover. I'm thinking, who the hell is this kid? And sure enough, <laughs> uh, I, I found out real quick that his brother uh, was Larry. So you, you come out of college. Do you feel like you got snubbed a little bit, not being not being drafted? Did you did you expect that? Where, where did you see yourself coming out of out of pit? I mean, there's no such thing as being snubbed. I mean, you're you know, this is the NFL. It's the you know, there's no there's no formula, there's no guarantees, there's nothing. I mean, uh, you know, the reality was is that I had a really a really good sophomore year. They fired our head coach, uh, brought in Coach Juan Stat and Matt Cavanaugh, and, and they had to do what they had to do to to kind of get the people that they wanted off the team off the team and the people that they wanted on the team on the team. And, and you know, we went five and six and, and six and six. And when you're a quarterback and you're – basically uh, a mirror image of the record of your team. And we, we didn't have, you know, an elite year like I did mm-hmm. my sophomore year and things change. There's also things like, you know, that, that was the year that the quarterbacks dropped to the end of the first round with uh, I think Brady, that was Brady's year and uh, uh, Brady Quinn. I mean, things happen. I mean, I, I was going into that year thinking that it was going to be kind of second, third, fourth round and it didn't happen. And, you know, you, you're, you're pissed and you move on, you know, you, yep. you, take 24 hours you pout and then you realize hey you know if you want to do it then you got to do it the hard way and so yeah I mean it, it, there's no no hard feelings it's the NFL you had I had an opportunity just like everybody else did and tried to make the most of it had a, you know an unbelievable experience getting a chance to to learn from from Drew Brees my first two years in the NFL and you know kind of started from there so yeah, there's no there's no guarantees. There's no there's no room for feeling sorry for yourself when you're talking about you know professional yep. sports. It's it's the best of the best. No, and I and I think that carries over into life with respect to career paths. I mean, ever so often you have to you have to be able to pivot and you know get yourself in a position again to continue moving forward. You you can't sit back and feel sorry for yourself like you just said. You just can't do it, and that is true for all professionals, no matter what what they're doing. You know, it's interesting you say that. There, you know, the the link between you know professional sports and business is is you know there's a lot of similarities. Um, you know, but one thing that I I uh, you know I, I tell this story every once in a while, and you know when we're talking with clients is, you know, imagine you going into work at you know PNC Bank or you know U.S. Steel. Um, you have a job. You know, you come in on Monday morning. There you have five people trying out for your job. Um, and that's what, what it was being, you know, being a backup quarterback, you know, you, you, you practice all week, you go play the game on Sunday and you come in to work on Monday morning and, you know, they're, they're trying to find someone better. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the way that, that that business works. And you have to be able to be mentally strong to, you know, to battle through that and not take it personal, continue to focus on the things that you can control. So it was, it was a really good experience, you know, preparing yourself for, you know, for life after football, because that, that mental grind and mental toughness that you have to, you know, you have to exhibit to, to just stay there is, um, is, is pretty high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I would I would agree to that. That's a great way to put it, Tyler. Getting back briefly, because I know we want to we want to talk about golf. Obviously, your football career is important too, and I know we'll touch on that a little more. But I want to go back because, you know, we're we're talking to you. We're in West Virginia. I'm I live in Morgantown, West Virginia. So obviously, I'm a Mountaineer fan. I'm not. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you get away with that. <laughs> so, what was that like? I know back in '05, you you played at West Virginia. And uh, that's when Pat White was playing for WVU and Steve Slayton. And, and obviously, West Virginia won, I think, 45-13. But what was that rivalry like? Because I, I know it's a shame that it doesn't happen anymore. But from the outsider's perspective, being a spectator, it was one of the most looked-at games of the season. It's a, rival- it's a rivalry that should always happen. Yeah, so I've never had the, the conversation with anybody that actually played in it. So... What what was it? I mean, was it as intense as it looked uh, from from a spectator's perspective? When you talk about a rivalry game like that, where you know, and it's not personal, right? I mean, I, you know, I would see Pat and Steve and and you know some of those other guys, you know, that, that played, and you, you'd see them out in you know Pittsburgh in the off season or whatever. And it was you know, hey, what's going on? How's everything going? But I mean, those you know, Pitt, West Virginia, you know, the Pitt, Penn State, like those two teams just don't like each other on the field and mm-hmm. I think that, that you know you you want to to beat them and beat them bad um and I think that that's kind of the no different than Alabama Auburn Florida State Florida all, all those mm-hmm. ones that was you know it's not it's not talked about as much but it was that same thing you know you come into the stadium whether it's Morgantown or Pittsburgh you, I remember driving in Morgantown and I mean you people are lining the bus and screaming and yelling and you know it 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 was just it was a different environment you know and you knew kind of real quick when you you know when you came across the bridge over there that you know you had to you know strap your helmet up you know it was going to be one of those games and yeah it was it was everything on the field that you guys you know probably felt in the stands um you know minus the 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 beer and and booze but uh yeah it was it was it we you 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 wanted to you wanted to embarrass that team and, and you wanted to, to beat them good. So it was a, it was definitely to answer your question. Yes. It was, it was everything that, that, uh, that you guys felt and probably a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you all know, by now, Chasing birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and born. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. Holderness and born makes fabulous pieces to help you look good on the course. Even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to ChasingBirdies.com to get some custom Chasing Birdie gear from Holderness and Bourne. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's ChasingBirdies.com and Holderness and Bourne at HBGolf.com. Way to put it. Well, let's get to the good stuff. You're holding a 2.5 handicap right now, and that's that's pretty solid. What? got you into golf when did you get into golf uh did it start in college did it start after your nfl career Uh, because it's good for the business that you have i probably started i mean i didn't play growing up i mean i probably tinkering around you know in college my junior senior year but i really started 
you know, playing my rookie year with Drew down in uh, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of like, you know, sticking the needle in your arm, right? I mean, it was just like, it, it, you know, bad analogy probably. Um, but, but it, you know, it was just something that you just, you know, it, I, it caught me right away. Um, it was a way for you to kind of, you know, compete. But I, I loved the the mental aspect of it where, you know, it really helped me focus from a football standpoint where, you know, you had to focus in on every shot and then deal with the result and then move on to the next shot. And yep. from a quarterback's perspective, you're you're having to focus on every play, you know, but you're also having to plot your way around the course, right? So, you know, you have to think about down and distance. You have to think about situations. And, and it's the same thing on the golf course. So it really helped me kind of, you know, keep my mind sharp for football. And then once football ended, it was just a way for me to, to stay competitive and stay, you know, sharp mentally and, and, and still have that, that mental toughness and, and, and you know, in, in business that you need as well. So it, it was just one of those things that, that I love to do. But, you know, there are some, you know, sidebar things that, that, that come of it that, that help me stay sharp, you know, professionally. Yeah, and, and, you know, going back to the NFL career, I mean, in 2011, you were elevated to that starting role. So that mental aspect, what, you know, I, I don't know because I'm not a quarterback, I've not played football, but I would have to say that, when you're in that position, it's go time, man. Like you have to be ready to fire on all cylinders and kind of be able to, to lead. I mean, there's a leadership, leadership aspect in that, correct? Yeah. I mean, you know, as a backup, I mean, it's a little bit different, right? I mean, I, I I got thrust into that, that position because Matt broke his, his, uh, his hand uh, against Denver, you know? So at that point I just knew he was hurt and I had to go in and finish the game. And then after the game, you know, we go out and, and, you know, go grab some dinner. And I get a call from Todd Haley and says, hey, you know, you got the keys to the car for the rest of the season. That's, mm-hmm. He's going to have surgery and he's out. And, you know, just FYI, you know, we have the Patriots on Monday night in New England. Mm-hmm. So buckle up. So it was, you know, I couldn't I couldn't get like the Bengals or the Browns or, you know, something mm-hmm. like, you know, that for the first game. It was Brady and Belichick for, you know, welcome to the to the NFL. So that was really cool. But yeah, like like you said, you you have to, as a backup, you have to be a little bit. I don't want to say more sharp, but you know you're you're sitting on the sidelines, you're looking at defenses for the quarterback, you're charting plays, you're trying to help you know the best you can as as a backup, and then you know one play, you're you're the starter. so you yeah. have to continue to stay sharp and and to be able to to maneuver and adapt and be dynamic in that in that sense. So it was a cool cool time to uh definitely a different situation being a backup because i you know was the first time in my my athletic career that i was ever a backup but yeah it was it was an interesting experience and and um i you know it was it was fun that's uh it's a good feather in your cap man good stories there so you play your golf at one of my favorite uh hangouts uh there is going and that's at whisper rock out in scottsdale that place is so good just everything about it yeah, I don't know how I got. Uh, I don't know how I snuck in there to to, to be a member, um, but uh, I'm, I'll, I'll take it and, and, and hang on to it until they won't have me anymore. But it, it was it's a special place, you know, two golf courses. But one of the cool things about that place is is just the the, the guys, the membership, the hang, and and you know it, it's you know when you come in off the golf course, there's not one person that asks you, hey, how'd you you know what'd you shoot? You know, there's did you have fun? You know, and it's just really all about, 
the hang. The golf courses are are amazing, but they're probably fourth or fifth on the list to you know service and amenities and and like how you're treated. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really special place. Uh, very fortunate to be a member there and met some lifelong friends there since since I've been there. It's probably seven or eight years since um you know since I've I've been there. So it's been been a special place and obviously uh you know pretty helpful for for business as well yeah and if you're ever looking for a member guest partner i'm you know you know me i'm a, a text away for the old whisper rock america's location. guest right here tyler all right <laughs> i mean take it any, any way so everybody it. wants to chirp me about it but yeah. you know what that's people call me america's guest tyler but you know what that's something people wish they had right <laughs> there you go i mean so so we're at whisper rock let's let's say we're at whisper rock we show up on the first tee what's the money games that that you guys play for fun out there it just depends on the group. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some guys that just like to do, you know, indies. Like, so, you know, they'll, they'll play a Nassau's. You know, Banker's a pretty big game out there. Uh, and then they put, we, we play another high-low game, you know, two for high or two for low, one for high. And then uh, if, you, if you scoop both with partners, you, you get an extra dot. So mm. you know, pretty straightforward, nothing nothing too crazy. Yeah, you know, I, I got roped into – have you guys ever played Vegas before? Yes. So, so I feel like I need I feel like I need to have like a, a degree in nuclear physics to uh, audit the car. I mean it, it's it's so many bets going on. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. You hit it in the bunker, got up and down for birdie. I already I made birdie because I hit fairway green, and you win two more points than I did. I, I don't un- yeah. I don't understand that. That's the only game uh, that I've, I've I don't think we that that game is is played much out there. But yeah, it's a pretty simple, one. straightforward. You know, a lot of indie games though. You know, I you helped me uh, get out there last year. I played with Tommy Moore, and um, yep. great guy he was. Thanks for that again. But you know, there was some talk about I don't know who it was. I don't. Maybe it's Phil. Somebody carries around a briefcase with a quarter million dollars, and it's yeah. like, or is that just that, is that just faux talk? That that might be that might be a uh, that might be a little fable. I don't I don't think anybody walks around with a you know at least at Whisperock with a briefcase, but. You know, there, there's, there's probably been some, some times where they've had to go out to the car to, to grab some stuff. But yeah. uh, now there, there's, there, you know, there's, there's some guys that to get after it a little bit. Uh-huh. But you know, it's, sure. it's, it's not the, uh, you know, it's not a club where you're, you know, you're going to lose, you know, mortgage payments at no. it unless you want to. But it, it's, it's just a really good hang. The guys are great. They love to, you know, they love to, to uh, talk a little trash and on the course and then come in and have some drinks and. Yep. talk a little bit more about it so it's it's fun and i think that's what's so good like let's speak briefly about this with with respect to your business now you know that's where golf comes into play because i'm sure you deal with clients all the time who love to play golf and now you have this top course in your in your you know arsenal so to speak to where you can host bring them out there try to get some business deals done but at the same time you know confidently that they're having a good time, and this is going to be something that they remember. You know, I think that probably plays well for you now with respect to your to your career. I think, you know, for me, selfishly, I mean, you know, very fortunate to be there, and, you know, the, the, you know, the, the club is, you know, speaks for itself, and if it can be, you know, useful for, for business, great. You know, but, but golf, just in general, from, you know, a business perspective, you know, gives you time to – allow those those folks who are either you know business owners or CEOs or executives of companies to just kind of unplug because you can't be on your cell phone out there mm-hmm. and just kind of just spend 
a couple hours on the golf course and and uh, and, and get a chance to to get away from the office. So that, I, I really enjoy that aspect of it, where you know you get a chance to see how they compete, and how they handle bad shots, and you know how they handle winning and how they handle pressure, and you know it, it's just it, it's such a cool equalizer for you know human interaction. I really enjoy that you know that part of the game and you know and how you can link it to business. Yep. No, that's huge, and I think that's that's where really a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of these business professionals get it done, man. And yeah. you, you learn a lot about somebody playing golf. Playing golf, you do. You know, I learned a lot about you. Still learning, <laughs> but your temper tantrums get out of control, anyways. Um, <laughs> what's what what's the number one course in in your mind that you have had the opportunity to play? If you had to go back, oh man, I want one more shot at that course. Where where was it? I knew that there was going to be some kind of a question where it was a forced choice. I can't answer that. I mean, I've been very fortunate to play some of the top courses, you know, around the country. And it, I mean, there's, I think every, every, you know, golf course that you go to, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of in that top hundred, top 50, top 25, whatever, you know, it has some kind of uniqueness to it. And, you know, they're all, you know, hard and, and they're their own right. Um, I mean, that's a hard question. I mean, if I had to play, you know, a golf course every day, just based off of ones that I've played, uh, and, and I'm being a little bit of a homer because I'm I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh, like Laurel Valley is really tough to beat. Mm-hmm. It is. Just the whole experience. You know, you're there. out where, you know, you, you can hear the birds chirping, you know, the, the walk is just absolutely gorgeous. But I mean, that's that's me being a Pittsburgh guy. I mean, you know, obviously all the ones in Pittsburgh and, and West Virginia and, and you know the Ohio area being from Pittsburgh. But it, it's so hard to pick. I mean, they do such a great job now with some of these top courses. Golf is in such a great place. Every one of them has kind of a unique, you know, feel right. to it or a you know, unique look to. You know, the par threes are are short, but they're just super difficult. Or like the par threes are long and. You know, that's the cool part about about golf. You know, Mm -hmm. you kind of have that course puts their personality on it. They all have kind of a unique service offering. And I was just very fortunate to be a part of, you know, golf and and so excited about how popular it is right now and and hopefully that that it continues to to continue to grow. Laurel Valley, again, is one of my favorite spots to go to. Uh, Like you said, the the whole hangout, you're not rushed around. Uh, the pro shop's loaded. Uh, the drinks are good. The stay's awesome. People ask me about Oakmont and Laurel, and I said they are completely different. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both unbelievable, but they are completely different. I mean, at Oakmont, you better be done in four hours and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. At Laurel, go enjoy yourself, guys. The course is yours. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're, what you said is every course has a little bit of its own touch to things, and that's what makes it so special. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and it's tough to pick, right? I mean, it's tough to pick one. I mean, if you're fortunate enough to, to sit there and have a think through, oh, well, is it Oakmont? Is it Marion? Is it Pine Valley? Is it Laurel? Tough life. Is it, is it, I mean, like, you know, you're, you're just fortunate enough to be able to say mm-hmm. you played there. Um, but it's just such a, it, it's such a great game. I love what, you know, what it's, what it's becoming. I mean, it's so cool to see, you know, having four kids, you know, you see guys like Dustin Johnson and mm-hmm. Justin Thomas and, you know, Brooks and these guys that they're athletes, right? 100%. You know, it's, it's cool to see athletes 
on the golf course now, right? I mean, these guys are taking the game to, you mm-hmm. know, whether you like it or not, you know, what Bryson's done with the game. I mean, it's just so cool to see what it's become, right? Yeah, that it's evolution. Not just like a, a, a guy had, has to try out for the golf team because he didn't make the football team. I mean, these guys oh, are – Oh, easy are, there, bud. I'm saying that's what it <laughs> just was kept, before, kept, right? I'm kidding. I mean, think yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah, you no, you're, you're 100% right. And, and, I must have hit a nerve. Did you, did you not make the football team? Uh, I never played, bud, all right? I was, I was scared to get hit. Um, but you but played hockey? Played hockey. Well, then we were starting to get hit, and then I'm like, you know what? Let's get out of this. I'll stick to golf. So here we are. So th- th- there's a lot of PGA Tour players out at Whisper Rock. I, I think a lot of people know that. Um, it's well documented. Do you get in the games with those guys? Do they play with you, or are they strictly only playing with other PGA Tour players? To me, I would think that they want to play with some normal folk, right? No, I mean it is absolutely. I mean, depending on what part of the season it is, right, and where the, you know where they live and, and all that other stuff. I mean, it's it's pretty much a, a certainty that if you're there um, on property, you're going to run into Romer or, or, or Paul Casey or you know. Phil or you know any any of those guys I mean they're they're all they're all there um and the cool part about it is is they you know there's there's some really good amateur players there that you know they they move it back to the to the plates and and go have at the have at the golf course mm-hmm. and um you know it, it's really cool atmosphere that Mr. Trius has created there where you know everyone really is equal you know no one you know regardless of if you have you know five majors or you know you have five billion dollars i mean or you're just kind of like me who's a, played five years in the nfl right everyone's the same and they they all treat you the same you go out hit balls and you're like man that sounds that that's a different sound you turn around mm-hmm. and you know paul he's hitting you know eight iron off you know off uh off the practice tee and you're like god that's the way it's supposed to sound mm-hmm. but it's really cool yeah Th- that's the one thing like you're saying if your back is to a pga tour player and you didn't know it you would know it by the sound of their impact sound. Yeah, uh, because it is a sound that you can you can tell there's a difference between your your ball mm-hmm. and head. So yeah, I mean the most interesting part about it, um, you know, so football is my profession. I, I can I, I I couldn't tell you the last time I you know picked up an NFL football and threw it right, but I'll never forget how to throw a ball. I mean now I mean if we get into a throwing contest, there's no chance you beating me, right? right. But it's the same thing with these guys. Like they, they never miss the fakes, you know, and you go over and you look at their clubs, right. And, and there's just like a permanently imprinted little dime sized dot of the golf ball, right where mm-hmm. the ball is supposed to be hit. And it's just, it's yeah. amazing. The skill sets these guys have for their, for their profession. It, it, yeah. It's really admirable. It is. And, and how much they work at it. Right. You see guys are like, man, you know, I, you know, I shot 78 yesterday and I, you know, three putted, you know, six times or something like that. Right. And you're like, man, I'm going to go, I need to work on my putting. And then next time you see him at, you know, at, at the, at the course, they're at the driving range and driver. I mean, these guys spend, you know, hours on the, the, the chipping area or hours on the green. And you're like, oh, well, that, that makes sense. Why, yeah. you know, they're a plus six and you know, yeah. you're six. Mm-hmm. That's it, man. And a little God-given talent too, but the work ethic definitely has to be there. For sure. Have you ever had a chance to get over to Silverleaf over there in Scottsdale? Yeah, yeah. There's um, there's there's a bunch of guys that um, 
uh, actually, I think one of the Whisperat guys uh, either partnered with it or, or bought it or, or something like that. Um, but they're doing some really cool things over there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's 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 a really cool place. The clubhouse is just freaking spectacular. It looks like a like a castle that uh, should be in like England or something. So I I've never played it, but I've heard so many good things about it. You're in the mech out there. I mean, I know obviously, I guess you spend most of your time in KC, but sounds like you're scattered around a little bit in in some good places. So before we transition over to Jonathan a little bit, asking you some tapping questions, which is our last part of the show tell us a little bit about what you're doing now tyler as a professional with your with your company solutions 21 i've been there for almost 10 years uh so right after i was done playing uh i got a chance to meet our founder buddy hobart uh who's a pittsburgh guy graduated from carnegie mellon started the company in 94 so basically what what our company is is a is a leadership development firm that you know kind of specializes in executive development leadership development, supervisory training, strategic planning, and, and all things that have to do with human capital in organizations. So if you want to relate it to sports, we would actually be the, the strength coach of, 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 a, of a business. Um, and they, you know, they hire us to help, you know, develop their executives, their future executives, you know, middle level management. And we have some proprietary products that we sell to those those organizations and um, customize to their mission, vision, values, and then we provide the, you know, the consultants and the coaches that help. You know, again, using my analogy, are are their you know their strength coaches. So yeah. that's what uh, that's what we do at Solutions Twenty One, and we're 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 expanding, we're growing, we're we're doing some really good things. So I'm uh, I'm excited about where we're at and where, where we're going to uh, hopefully uh, get to. So it's um, been a been a good uh, good ride, and excited for the future. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're doing good things. You're chasing birdies. I am definitely chasing birdies. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that and look forward to playing with you at some point when you get back over here. We have a, we can go anywhere. Meet you in pit. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, obviously, uh, good old, uh, COVID has, has put some, some, uh, brake pedals on, on traveling a little bit back to, to Pittsburgh with the leadership there. So whenever mm-hmm. we, we get, uh, get back into travel mode to Pennsylvania, I need to get back and obviously get my kids back there to see my parents and, see some uh some family but um love to love to peg it with you yeah. guys yeah let's do Look it forward to it all right here's uh, our t- i think, I'm, I think i might need to have a little bit of uh security if we go play in morgantown so will you guys be able to provide some <laughs> yeah some, well bash some won't security. do that for you but uh oh, what do you mean i won't do that he don't need security with me but you can't see. oh here we go he's gonna say so oh here we are no, no i'm not i'm not i'm not this will be the first episode i've never mentioned his height we're not going to go there, all right? So just let it go, <laughs> hey. all right? You'll get him security, yeah. and we'll, we'll play we'll some it. golf, all right? Absolutely. We'll go down to Pete Dye Golf Club. Have you been to Pete Dye Golf Club since they've redone the outdoor patio? I haven't. No, I, I oh. remember calling you. I went there a couple – oh, no, a couple. It's probably a long time ago when I was still playing. Anthony Beck um, got me uh, – hosted a trip down there some, at something. Mm-hmm. That was the first time – um, and, and, uh, Pep, you and, you and I chatted about that and you're like, Hey, did you ever play there? I said, yeah, I played there a couple of years ago. And you did tell me that you guys were redoing, you know, the outdoor area. So, uh, I got to get down there and see it. Well, Pete does a special place. Um, Ryan is a, is a member there. Uh, I am America's guest. So I am there a lot. I love the place. Uh, it's just, since they've put the outdoor patio, man, it is so good. It's I mean, the, the speakers are going, it's, it's more of what, 
golf is nowadays for people our age, right? Yeah. You know, the music going, uh, drinks are flowing, me brushing my teeth with cigars. So, yeah. But yeah, and, and so we'll do it. Bash will have you down. Absolutely. And then I'll invite you, bud. How's that? So. <laughs> All right. Here's the uh, last segment, tap in segment. Go ahead. Take it over, JP. All right. Tap in segments brought to you by 44 Concierge. They are the premier concierge company for professional athletes started by current NHL vet Nate Thompson 44 make sure that all the moving parts of an athlete's life are organized and handled so you just worry about scoring the winning goal or draining that birdie putt 44 make sure their athletes enjoy more and worry less check them out at 44concierge.com all right real quick Cower or Tomlin oh I played for coach Tomlin uh love coach Cower, but I played for coach T so uh coach T yeah, I told him. I said they're both, they're both, yeah, well, well respected. But I mean, Cowher's got the mm-hmm. uh, dream foursome. Ooh, Tiger, Jack, and Tiger, Jack, and hmm, who will be my fourth? And hmm, it's a tough one. I guess for the gambling action, maybe Michael MJ. Ooh, yeah, yeah, nailed it. I mean, have you played Grove Twenty Three? I've been fortunate enough to play that that place a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Cool. awesome. I hear it's it's fantastic. All right, number three, upper or lower at the Rock? Lower. I haven't played the lower. But, I played. So the lower. you've played the lower. I've played the upper. Hmm. And they say the lower, tour. Lowers, if you want to, if you want to come play the lower, you come play the lower. You're open invite. Um, but the lowers, it's just, in my opinion, more like championship golf course type of straightforward. You know, around the, the greens are are field designed them, so mm-hmm. you got to have your, you know, your short game has to be on point. You know, tight lies, all yeah. that stuff. If you miss greens, the uppers, you know, pure Fazio design. It's a it's a beautiful course, but I just you know, I, 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 if I'm going to play my last round there, it's going to be at the lower. Well, that's what, uh, when I played there, they uh, say that the PGA Tour players like the lower because it is more of a pure championship golf course and the upper is more of that scenic. The upper, I yeah, love, I love the upper. There's some, yeah, there's definitely some, some photo ops uh, when starting uh, at 13. Um, on the upper where you're kind of work back up into the mountains and, and get to see that stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's both gorgeous golf courses, but, you know, if you're making me, you know, right. force, forcing a choice, definitely the lower. Okay, last question. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? I'm a tailor-made guy. Okay. Did you get the new Sim 2? So, you know, the, the golf course, ma- the, the golf club manufacturers need to just cool it with, yeah. like, these new <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I agree. By the time I fall in love with the Sim 1, like, the Sim 2 comes out. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, what? So, yeah. Um, yeah, Sim 1, the uh, Sim 3-wood. I have the the driving iron, the 2-iron there, and then I go 4 through wedge. Mm-hmm. And I have 50, uh, 50 uh, 54, 60. Um and then a Scotty putter. Good Taylor setup. made Taylor made ball. Taylor made ball TP five. Yeah, the X. Mm-hmm. I used to play that. I went back to the Pro VX. But I played with um uh, one of the Tyler's reps, Matt Rollins, and he yeah I know had Matt. Me, uh, 
Yeah, you do? Yeah. Oh, when, when he was with Ping. Yeah. Well, Ping, then PXG, PXG yeah. right? And, that, uh, and now he's with Titleist. Well, he had the, the left dash ball, and uh, he's like, hey, man, hit this thing. Let me know what you think about it. And I, I really like that, that ball. So, um, you know, I, I, I might be going back to Titleist, but yeah. who knows? Hey, I just went back to Titleist. Just because he accepted your LinkedIn request doesn't mean you know. I mean, got <laughs> the shit, huh? Well... Tyler, it was it was really nice talking to you, man. I I appreciate uh, yeah. your time, and I'm glad to see you're kicking ass right now, man. Uh, that's awesome. Well, we're just we're trying, man. We just keep keep it rocking and rolling. And thanks for having me on. We'll uh, we'll have to. Um, well, let's just meet up at Whisper time. Rock. I'm in. We'll, right. We can we can do we can do a little part two segment. Um, you know, out on the uh, the, uh, the the patio of the bunkhouses and, and have, uh, have a couple of cocktails. Let's yeah. do that. That's book it. That's a guarantee. All right. All right. All right, Tyler. Thank you again. All right, boys. Take care. That was pretty good. That I was mean, a, that was a good that was a good interview, Tyler. As you guys heard, he's working really hard business right now mm-hmm. and uh, playing a lot of golf, and he loves his member guests as much as I love my member guests. Well, uh, look, he's at Whisper Rock. And I'm at Yaki Game. What's the difference? Well, where do you want to start? But <laughs> but anyways, uh, he is. He loves golf, and he's chasing birdies in life, though. He is, and 100%, that's, and, and that's the cool thing about it. And that's what everyone out there who, who's listening right now needs to understand, that, look, this is applicable to you and your life. You're chasing birdies. So as much as fun and excitement as that episode was in the past two episodes we had with, with two NFL guys now, looking ahead, I mean. Yeah, we're, we're going um, to the PGA Tour. Uh, this gentleman is a PGA Tour representative for Titleist. And uh, Aaron Dill joins us the week of the U.S. Open, talking a little bit about what the players will do leading into the event, if mm-hmm. they change their wedges, this, that, and the other. We don't want right. to divulge too much. Yeah, I mean, he's not a representative. Like, he drives around country clubs and tries to sell merch. I mean, the man works on the tour van. He's the tour representative. With JT, Speed, you name it. But, well, you guys have something in common. <laughs> that's, as, so, that's as close as you're going to get to Jordan Speed. All righty. Yeah, you're right. But anyways, yeah, that's that's coming up next on Chasing Birdies with Aaron Dill. Dropping on the Thursday, uh, the U.S. Open. Yeah. Tune in. And again, I can't say it enough. Tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Tell your family. Listen. Tell them. Come on, peeps. We're getting we're, some merch out to you soon, too. Here, huh? Sport small. Hey, y'all have a good rest of your day. Thank you to Simpler Media for getting this thing done. See ya.